0: Good habits keep your confidence high and your growth consistent. A lot of dreamers understand the importance and the concept around good habits, but few actually execute on having good habits. And it's my desire for you to be a doer and not just a talker when it comes to achieving your biggest goals. And so we are going to be talking about how to plan, start, and keep good habits. Welcome to the Dream Lifestyle Podcast, your place to build your faith and master Your craft. I'm very grateful to have you here today because we are talking about how to plan, start, and keep good habits. Now, to lay foundation to our conversation, I want us to really focus on the good habits portion of this, okay? Because each and every one of us, we have habits. So if you're sitting here listening to me or watching me and you're like, well, I don't have any habits, listen, you have habits. The difference is do you have good habits or do you have bad habits? Do you consistently say yes to the things you should be saying yes to that will lead to your growth? Or do you consistently say no to the things that you should be doing for your growth? And a lot of us, we spend so much time in a rut trying to figure out whether or not we have habits that we need to understand. Listen, habits are basic, consistent decisions. All right. Any habit is simply making the same decision consistently. Now, the difference is, like I mentioned before, is this a decision that is going to help me? Or is this a decision that is going to keep me stuck? Or is it a decision that will pull me away from the life that I want to live? And the way in which we're going to be covering it in terms of planning, starting and keeping is important because, you know, really good habits, like really effective habits do require planning. And that's why I'm a really big fan. I'm a really big um, advocate for people to create success strategies. And, you know, success strategies can be super detailed, but they also can be super basic. But the the heart posture behind creating these success strategies and ultimately planning out the habits is being intentional with, okay, this is what I'm going to do. This is the action strategy that I'm going to commit myself to that I believe with the information that I have will lead to my success. The planning phase of habits is where I believe a lot of people uh, fall when it comes to you know having good habits simply because when we have the conversation about habits we 're always talking about well just starting good habits, just starting well, there is a very important and intentional planning phase of these habits that does come into play, and so we're going to talk about the planning all right let 's talk about planning for good habits let 's talk about creating a plan that will allow you to execute on the good habits all right number one, when you are planning for good habits, you must. Make it small. Number one, it has to be a small, small, small habit. All right. In the planning phase, when you are trying to figure out, okay, where do I want to go? How am I going to get there? Because our habits deal with the process in between. You must, one, start small. Start small with the habit. And this is where we have to be honest with ourselves. A very practical example of this if you know that you want to lose weight and you know that obviously going to the gym consistently is required. Starting small may look like if I have not been to the gym in the past six months, starting small says I'm going to go once a week, as opposed to where, where the, the trap that a lot of people fall into is saying, okay, I'm going to go four days a week. I'm going to go five days a week, whatever it is. And, you're, and you know full well in your heart of hearts, you're not actually going to execute. So when we're in the planning phase of our good habits, number one, we need to start small because we want to be able to give ourselves proof of concept. We want to be able to give ourselves something very achievable so that way we can build and stack because really good habits allow our confidence to grow because we are basically honoring our word to self consistently. So if we start too big with the habit, we're almost setting ourselves up for frustration because you know we decided to, to start out at that level because we saw you know, we, or we heard about what other people do or how other people do it. And it's like, no, we have to first be aware of ourselves and be honest with ourselves. Okay. This is the level that I know I can start at. So start as small as possible with the habit, depending on where you are. Right. And ultimately it's about what you're actually going to do in the planning phase. Number one, start small. Number two, be specific, be very specific about the habit that you are going to do. For example, just sticking with my gym example, if you know that, okay, I've started small, I'm going to go only once a week, right? It can't just, you cannot just stop at, I'm going to go to the gym once a week and put a period there. It needs to be, I'm going to go to the gym and I'm going to lift weights. I'm going to go to the gym. I'm going to do cardio, whatever it is. You want to be very specific. So that way, you know, again, you're going in and you're not leaving yourself any wiggle room to, to get out of it. You want to be very specific for planning purposes so you know exactly just what you need to do. And as you continue to you know, plan and everything like that, this is where getting more information gets involved and everything of the sort. But once you start small, you need to get specific so that way when you do go, when you do actually start the habit, you are very clear on, okay, this is what I am committing to doing. And for a lot of us, this is important because we don't want to give ourselves any type of wiggle room or negotiation uh, gray space uh, for ourselves. Because if I were to say, okay, I'm going to the gym once a week, but I'm not specific with the habit that I'm actually going to do, I might not end up pushing myself the way that I need to. So we're we're getting specific. So that way we're not giving ourselves any wiggle room to negotiate with ourselves. And then thirdly, when you're in the planning phase of the good habit, once you start small, once you get specific, you need to get support. You need to get support on the good habit. Using my gym example, that means that you get in touch with a trainer if you have that ability. That means you get in touch with someone else who has the same type of goal as you, but you get that support. So that way, again, you are basically narrowing any type of possibility or option for you to negotiate with yourself because there will come days where you won't feel like doing it. There will come days where it will feel difficult. There will come days where everything in you is going to say, I'm not doing this. But when you start small, when you get specific and you get support, you'll be putting yourself in position to say, you know what, this is a good habit. This is a habit that I know I need in order for me to achieve this goal, and I have everything that I need that as long as I just do these things, it doesn't even matter how I feel. If I just go in here and I hate every single second of it, I know that I'm going to leave this gym better. I know that I'm going to leave here closer to my goals, and I know that I did what I was supposed to do. But that only comes in the planning phase of, number one, starting small, number two, being specific, and number three, getting support. And this is all in the planning phase. We haven't even started the habit yet. And this is a crucial step just because there's a lot of confidence that you gain from even just planning out what you're going to start doing. All right. There's a lot of confidence when you're like, okay, this is specifically what I'm going to do. It's a very small habit, so it's very possible I can do that. Right. When you're able to just, again, look at it, write it down as well. This is the habit I'm planning on doing. And then you have support behind you, whether, again, just using the gym example, whether it's a friend, it's a coach, trainer, um, whoever. But those three things will allow you to properly plan to keep good habits. Now, once we've completed the planning stages of our good habit, now we need to transition into the starting stage of our good habit. Now, this is where we actually execute. This is where the doing actually happens. And so, the first thing that we need to do is select a start date. Now, me, I am a person where as soon as I write the the plan down and I write the small habit down and I write specifically how I'm going to get it done, I have my support um, items and people in place. I'm going to get started the very next day. That's for me, but It's important that you at least in some way, shape, or form just get clear on, okay, this is my start date. This is the date that I will start implementing my money strategy. This is the date I will start implementing my weight loss journey. This is the date that I will start whatever the habit is that you desire. That is a good habit. Right? You select a start date. We want to create an entire mental environment when we're creating good habits to where we're not giving ourselves any room to negotiate with ourselves. So you set a hard start date on the good habit, whatever it is, whether it's waking up early, going to the gym, eating better, saving money, um, flossing, whatever. There is a whole lot of different habits that you can have. But again... You start with a start date. Give yourself a start date um, so that way you just know, Okay, on this Monday, on this Friday, on this day, this is when the journey begins. All right. Now, again, we want to get even more specific than that. Once you get through with your start date, then you need to select a start time. You need to select a start time. Now, why is selecting a start time important? This is important. Because, again, we want to get rid of any type of opportunity or option for us to renegotiate with ourselves. We don't want to give ourselves any room to wiggle out of this good habit that we know will improve our life. So when you think about just using my gym example, when you think about going to the gym and, you know, you've you've gotten small, you've gotten specific, you have support and you even set a start date. You want to even give yourself a time. So it's not just saying, okay, I'm going to start on Monday. and when Monday actually gets here, you're like, and it's it's 8 a.m., you're like, oh, I mean, I said I'd go on Monday, so I'm not actually, I can go later. I can go during my lunch break. I can go after work, whatever it is. And you don't set a time. And then when lunchtime comes, you're like, oh, I'm going to just go after work. Then when it's after work, then it's like, oh, man, I mean, tired. It's been a long day. And then next thing you know, you're not going at all. So you want to give yourself a start time. And again, this is very practical. But it is so effective to where you give yourself a date, you give yourself a time. I'm going to the gym at 7 a.m. I'm going to start saving my money the next check. I'm going to start fill in the blank at this specific time, when when the the time when the when it's time to make the decision, right? When when it's decision making time, that is when you are saying, okay, this is the start of the good habit, and so. You want to get specific with this time because now you're able to communicate with your support. You've you've set a very small, specific habit that you're going to be doing consistently, and you will be doing it at a right start date and the right time. And then thirdly, which is also important, pick the place. Pick the place in which this is all happening. So it's not enough for me to say I'm going to the gym at this time starting on this date and I'm going to be doing weightlifting and I'm going to be, um, you know, I have my, my friends there with me. You want to know, okay, I'm going to, I'm, I have, I'm going to the gym to weightlift and my friends are going with me. I'm starting Monday at 7am and I'm going to fill in the blank gym. And you'd be surprised and you're like, Trevon, why is that even necessary? Like, of course they're playing gyms. No. Get specific. The more the, the more clear you write out the vision, the easier it will be to actually execute on it. Because you are essentially setting up your expectation to to say and know. Okay, at this date, at this time, at this place, this is what I'm going to do. And it's and it all boils down to a decision. It's a decision to start a good habit. And so we want to be very clear and give ourselves no wiggle room to negotiate out of it. So when you're thinking about starting your good habit, number one, select a start date. And it can be, you can be similar to me where you're like, well, as soon as I write the plan, I'm getting started immediately. Then all right, the start date is the very next day. But if you're like, okay, this is a pretty big undertaking and I've never really, I want to get used to this. I want to get going on this. You know, I want to give myself a little bit of breathing room, make it the next Monday, whatever it is, give yourself a start date, but then be specific. And write down a time and a place, because I'm telling you, it will make a major difference, because all of this is just helping you mentally properly prepare in expectation for what you're going to be doing in order to improve your life. Because if, if you don't do any of these steps, or even if you miss one of these steps, something is going to come up unexpectedly and, that unex- and, it, and it's like that that saying in boxing where it's it, the punches that you see aren't the ones that knock you out. It's the punches that you don't see that, that do. And so if you account for all things possible when it comes to starting your good habit, you will find yourself in a much higher place of confidence at a much higher level of intensity and excitement even. When it comes to starting the good habit, because you've laid out every single possibility, you know exactly where you're going to go, you know when you're starting, and you know where you're starting. It, it all matters. I'm telling you it all matters. So that is that is the second phase of actually starting the good habit. Once you've gone through the process of planning the good habit and you started the good habit, now it's time to keep the good habit. Now, this is where a lot of dreamers fall off because they're not as flexible as they should be or they just don't really they don't really remain committed to the process as they should because it's not enough to have a really good habit for a week and then you fall off. It's not enough to have a really good habit for even a month and then you fall off. You want to make sure that you are intentional with keeping the good habit. Your good habit should not be seasonal. Your good habit should be something that sticks with you through the rest of your life your good habit should be a tool that you're able to keep with you at all times your your good habit should not just be a seasonal thing that you take on your habits are a part of your being so we need to not only plan the habit not only start the habit we've got to keep it so in order for us to keep our good habits we have to number 1 be practical with our progress what does that mean being practical with our progress is essentially a defense mechanism for us a healthy defense mechanism that will allow us to not feel down on our progress if we're not quote unquote seeing massive results in short periods of time what does this look like practically you th- so many of us will feel down on ourselves because we haven't reached you know step 10 and it's only been a day or or you know i've been to the gym consistently once a week for the past month And I've only lost two pounds, right, where we see that type of progress and we get down on ourselves. So you want to be practical with your progress so that way you can effectively manage your emotions. Because, again, having a good habit is a process. And so in order for you to achieve whatever goal that you have for yourself, there is a process. So that means you can't just go. And look at the data and your progress after one week, and think, "Oh my goodness, I should be further along. The reason why we 're practical is so that we don't fall into that because what happens if you start to feel that way, if you start feeling like well i've been doing this for the past past month, the past two months, and I feel like I should be further along. Most of us start feeling down on ourselves and we're less likely to to stay consistent with the good habit simply because we did not manage our emotions we weren't practical with our progress. So you have to be able to stick it out regardless of the progress. And it's and it's almost, it's, it's, I shouldn't even say almost, it's really just having an attitude of gratitude for, you know what, I've started this thing. I've remained uh, consistent with my word. I've honored my word and saying, this is what I'm going to do. I've planned well, I've been executing well, and I have to continue to believe that if I keep doing this, I will reap the benefit at the end. I will reap the benefit in according to the plan that I set forth. So I'm not going to feel down if it's only been a day and I'm not seeing the progress that I thought I would. I'm not going to feel down if it's been a month and I haven't seen, you know, the results I thought I would. I'm going to stay on it. I'm going to stay consistent because I know that if I follow through on my word and I keep going, I will reap the benefits. And so we have to be practical with our progress. Number two, you have to burn the boat. You have to burn the boat. And what does this mean? This is this is what I believe is one of the greatest separators for a lot of people who are high achievers and performers. It It's a matter of just making a personal decision that this is what I'm going to do. Like, it's really a decision that says, I will not stay the same. It's a decision. It's a very personal decision that when you realize that, you know, you're not happy with where your life is trending, you're not happy with where you may be in your position in life. It's a decision that says no more. It's a decision that I'm not living this way anymore. And so in the context of, you know, keeping the good habit, it's it's understanding that, you know what, the life that I was living before this good habit is not good for me and I refuse to live that life anymore. So I am going to burn the boat. There is no going back. I don't have a choice in doing this. I don't have a choice when it comes to going to the gym. I don't have a choice when it comes to saving my money. I don't have a choice because that life I used to live, I'm not going back. I refuse to live that way anymore because it is below my standard. It is below the life that I know I'm called to live. And so... This is all mental, but when we're thinking about keeping habits, it is a personal decision that says, "I will burn the boat. I'm not going back. no way, no how and that is a it is one of the most powerful decisions anyone can make because when you truly are convicted on where you're going, if you truly believe in what is possible for your life and you really execute and you've again went through this entire process that we've talked about, where you started with a small habit, you made it very specific, you got support, and you've started it where you had a start date, you had a start time, and you you picked your place to where you started You know the habit. And now you are in a space where, okay, I have to keep this habit. I can't just hold on to it for a month. I can't just hold on to it for six months. I have to integrate and embed this good habit into my DNA, whether it's waking up early, whether it's eating healthy, whether it's you know making good decisions, Whatever it is, you are burning the boat and saying, this old life, I will not live it anymore. And the only way to go for me is forward. I will not negotiate with myself because if I negotiate with myself, I'll end up going backwards. And I know that what is for me is ahead of me, and I need to make sure that my habits align with that. So, we've talked a lot about planning the habits. We talked about starting the habits. And we talked about keeping the habits. When you do all of these three, when you do these three things together, when you do this consistently, and this is something that I believe you should be doing in different areas of your life and it takes intentionality. I know it takes time, but you, when you write out this game plan for how you're going to plan, how you're going to start and how you're going to keep it, you will find yourself in a much better place. Okay? So I encourage you, like I said, just to recap everything that we talked about, recapping everything that we talked about. Number one, you want to plan the good habit, and that's by starting small, being specific, and getting support. After you've done that, you go into the starting of the good habit, and that's where you set a start date, you set a start time, and you set a a place. You decide on a place in which all of the decision making is going to go down. And then thirdly, the two things that you're going to do in order to keep your good habit is number one, Be practical with your progress, and then you are going to burn the boat and make the personal decision that says, I'm not going back. I'm not giving myself any choices to go back to that old life because I know what's for me is ahead of me, and I will align my decisions as such. So. I hope that you guys got value out of this conversation. I hope that, you know, in some way, shape or form, you're able to take something from this conversation and really implement it and really take action on it for your life. And I would just ask that you share this with someone, share this conversation with someone who wants to improve on their habits, share this with someone who wants to really have good habits in their life, because I believe that this conversation can be life changing. So. As you prepare for next week's conversation, go check out last week's conversation. I appreciate you. I'm grateful for you. I hope that you win. Always remember your dream is possible as long as you're willing to work for it.